It's Friday night, everybody. You know what that means. It's Friday night. Let's have some fun. Let's get together and play a ton. Hi, we're Matt and John, the content creators for Friday Night Games. We want to immerse you into our love of the hobby by educating and entertaining you through our board gaming adventures. Our podcast lands every Friday, and we create content for Instagram, Twitter, and YouTubes. This episode is sponsored by TabletopRenaissance.ca, located in our hometown of Windsor, Ontario, Canada. They just launched their web store, so check out TabletopRenaissance.ca for your board game and tabletop miniature needs. On today's episode, we're going to have a good old-fashioned John versus Matt showdown. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> Lasers included. For each board game genre, we will define it. Three, two, one, tell you our favorite game of that genre. And make fun of each other's picks. Maybe we'll throw out a classic pick, too. Who knows? Depends how we feel. And at the end of today's podcast, you'll be able to impress your friends with your new categorization, funny definitions, and totally awesome game suggestions. <laughs> what was the last time you done a showdown? <laughs> I don't know. It's been a while, I think. Or maybe this is like showdown, like our show goes down from here. What do you think? showdown or show well, down. yeah i mean we'll see how this goes <laughs> <laughs> i like your optimism sounds yeah. like you're uh sounds like you think this is a good idea <laughs> well you well you know what a couple weeks ago was it like two three weeks ago maybe at this point we we did a podcast about getting into the tabletop gaming hobby mm-hmm. i mean this could just kind of be an addition to that a little more of a deep dive yeah i thought this would just be like a little fun thing it wouldn't take us a lot of writing to do and we're both lazy so obviously this really fits in our schedule well that's true so basically i found an article that listed a ton of genres of board gaming and then once i actually started looking at it, i'm like there's a lot here i don't know <laughs> if we're gonna get through it all <laughs> and if we don't who cares right yeah if we don't we'll, we'll have like a funny thing at the end or we just rush through it. Or maybe we won't. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. Let's just keep it simple. So we're going to go through different board game types, and we're going to try to define it as best we can, right? Yes. Yep. Some of these are mechanics. Some of these are genres. So I don't know. We'll see. Tell us what you think at the end. Sounds good. All right. Let's get into it. All right. The dun, dun, dun. first one is abstract. How do you describe that, John? For me, abstract is more of... There's like no theme, or if there is a theme, it doesn't really affect what the actual experience of the game is like. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mine is, I drew a picture, but you can't see it. <laughs> I don't want to see it. <laughs> Come I've, seen on. Your, I've seen your drawings. Yeah, my drawings aren't very good. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. They aren't very good. Well, I looked up the definition, and basically, in my own summarization of it, it's a strategy game that minimizes luck. And the theme doesn't matter at all. Yeah. So, yeah, that does fit what you said. Nice. So, here we go. You ready for to say your favorite? Three, two, one? Let's do it. Okay, you got your you got yours ready? I'm always ready. Okay. Three, two, one. Azul. Azul. Wow, we have the same pick. Uh, we have the same pick. That, that's uneventful. <laughs> well, yeah, you're <laughs> delayed two seconds after me. Yeah. <laughs> Why just choose Azul? I mean, it's probably the only game that I can think of off the top of my head for uh, abstract game. I like it a lot. I really, really enjoy losing. <laughs> right. My wife beats me at the game all the time. 
And it was kind of like one of the first abstract games that I kind of actually enjoyed playing. Okay. Yeah, so Azul is a, like, you're basically making a mosaic out of tiles, and there's kind of like a tile drafting process you do over several rounds to make the mosaic that gives you the best points or the most points Mm -hmm. you know what i i chose it so so the other one that came to mind is a classic it's chess that came to mind like right away but azul is more of a modern classic so i feel like hey it's modern and it really is a fantastic as a abstract game it really pulls me in and i love the idea of creating a tile mosaic so really the theme doesn't matter we could be collecting you know eggs the strategy involved is is top is tops yeah and i think if you look at azul's and it azul's azul and it and all the other like expansions and sequels came out effect that has come out right I mean, it's all really tile drafting and stuff like that, but like, you know, it shows that the theme isn't super important. It's just pretty to look at, you know? So what do you think the most classic abstract game is? I would say either the game Go or Chess. Yeah, I agree with that 100%. Those are the most abstract. Theme doesn't matter. You're just, there's no luck. You're, although there is luck in Azul when you think about it, but Mm -hmm. you are making decisions. Yeah. Alrighty. So the second genre is area control. So what is area control to you, John? You're basically trying to have the most people on the most spaces of your board and you're trying you're trying to be an aggressor you know yeah yeah i know and for me that aggression takes eight hours because every move has 200 counter moves because usually (laughs) the area isn't a straight line it's a giant grid for some reason yeah yeah but okay the real definition <laughs> a game that awards control of an area to a player that has the majority of units, influence, or whatever in that area. Basically, you control an area, you get awards and or rewards, and those rewards count for points towards the end of the game. Give me all your money. Yeah. So, okay. So, you ready? You ready for yep. your favorite? Okay. Three, two, one. Spirit risk. Island. <laughs> Did you just say risk? Hell yeah, man. Ugh. Okay, okay. Risk is the OG. It is the original. It is like, it's that game that takes five hours to play. I think you said, didn't you? You had a story in a couple pod, I don't know, a while ago, maybe a year ago, <laughs> talking yeah. about your, your epic Risk game where someone basically got so angry, he got in a car accident, right? Something along those lines. Yeah, man. So good. And we, and, and actually a couple, we had uh, the one podcast with Athex2, Michael from Athex2. We actually talked about how I went camping. We played like, I don't know, five to eight hour game of Risk. So, and we hated each other after. But yeah, that is a great example. Yeah, you usually just hate each other after camping anyway, so... <laughs> I don't think risk had anything to do with that. <laughs> no, risk definitely did. <laughs> we definitely hated each other after day one because of risk. And then by yeah. day four, we just had enough of each other. That's all right. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Why Why did that come to mind so quickly for you? I think it's just sort of a classic example of area control. You're just you know trying to conquer other territories from opponents and trying to take up pretty much every country in the world and just kind of spread, spread throughout. And it's just sort of... That's the first thing that just came to my mind. Yeah. I, 
Do you, does you think anyone actually likes playing Risk, though? You know, probably. I don't mind playing it. I liked playing the Game of Thrones edition. Oh. That was we, a lot of didn't fun. Didn't we play that together? We played that together, didn't we? We did, yeah. Yeah, that was fun. You know why? Because the game didn't last longer than two hours or something like that. Because mm-hmm. of the special abilities. So, yeah, I guess, I guess when you put it that way, like, you take a newer version, it's pretty good. I chose Spirit Island because it's modern, quicker co-op version of Risk where you play a form of tower defense by controlling as much of an island as possible. And as the game progresses, you can unlock, basically you eliminate different things on the island and you can win. But the key is, because it's co-op, the key is to work as a group to kind of push the settlers away from different zones to basically win. So I chose that one. I don't know. It just, it's more modern and it's more fun than Risk, to be honest. Because ri- nice. ri- Risk is like, you know, you're playing against people and once one person gets eliminated, they're gone for good and spirit island you're all working together i think that works out works as a better mechanic working together you said yeah yeah because you're working as a co-op game i think it's better because if someone is losing badly they're still in the game they're just not as powerful yeah i mean once you eliminate that's kind of a weird mechanic is to eliminate people from the game because then you're getting someone to not play your game well it's risk i, thought, right? I always I always, I always find that weird i know i know risk is older and people probably didn't think about it back then <laughs> I was. I always thought about like you know, missing a turn or getting eliminated from the game. It's kind of kind of dumb to begin with because you know the whole point of board games is get people to play your board games. But that's another topic for another day. Right. But I I think that that's <laughs> because you know that that's because it's an older genre. Right. I mean. I mean. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Risk is older, and now now newer games try to eliminate that because people hate right. that mechanic. Cool. Next up is campaign slash legacy. I'm gonna I'm gonna start this one. It's a game you never get to finish because a different group of people show up each week due to what snack I run out of. <laughs> I'm always there. Yeah, you're always there, but when I can be. Not everyone else isn't though. <laughs> yeah, I think that yeah. How about you, what's Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> wow you didn't even try to justify it that's awesome yeah well the pandemic i guess has a lot to do with it right now it, it's hard to play legacy games as a group because of that right like you know you have to make sure that everyone's going to show up i did see a post the other day there's a group that was playing legacy games and they're like six or seven campaigns in and someone wanted to quit oh really <laughs> what do they like, do like they're, they're like i don't know what to do <laughs> They're like, no, we, we, sorry, you have to continue playing. Yeah, they laid that as a ground rule. It's like, oh, you can't. Quit. If you're gonna start this, you're, you have to start this. Well, I guess you just lose those friends. Yeah, <laughs> you're like, mm, well, that's my choice. I mean, we kind of did that with Pathfinder, right? We were like, yeah, and not that yeah. we lost those friends, but we're like, I'm not playing this anymore. The rest right. of you can carry on, and they did. <laughs> but anyway, so a campaign legacy is a multi-session game in which permanent and irreversible changes to the game state carry over to future plays. So you might be ripping up cards, you might be adding stickers to the board or, or whatnot. Maybe your character progresses and you can't go back and ever change it. Things like that. Yeah. So you got a game ready? Mind? Yep. Three, two, one. Risk Clank Legacy, legacy Acquisitions Incorporated. <laughs> I actually knew you were going to choose uh, Clank Legacy Acquisitions Incorporated, so I chose Risk Legacy. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I actually have two written down in front of me on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I played a couple other like campaign legacy games like Gloomhaven Jaws of the Lion. I just haven't gotten through that as far as I have with Clank. I think that's probably why I didn't choose it. And there's a couple others too. There's My City. My City, yeah. 
That's it. <laughs> that's, that's all I can think of. Oh, Aeon's End Legacy. That was another one I almost said too. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to, I wanted to say Clank Legacy because it because it's so awesome, but instead I decided to go with Risk Legacy because it's not so awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard enough it's hard enough to get a group to play Risk. Imagine trying to play Risk <laughs> trying to Multiple play like times. ten games of Risk. You know what I mean? Yeah, what I like about Clank is I just like how it it's like serious but at the same time not right there's a lot of comedy written into the story i like how the game has progressed so far i think we're what six campaigns in so far we are and i just like how it's been progressing i don't i don't want to spoil to spoil anything so i'm trying to be as vague as possible we'll just say we'll just say <laughs> it's, it's a, a regular game of clank but the rules keep adding and the board keeps getting right. bigger which is really cool yeah i was gonna say i really like that version of it i just think I, I like as a legacy game i think clank legacy is amazing it's probably it probably is my favorite legacy game to be honest but i probably have more to play <laughs> yeah i i like the characters that are in it as well kind of like the invisible evil player in it the other uh, incorporation trying to take over oh yeah what you're trying to find yeah that's so cool that's so cool i was gonna say it's sad because we started it right before the pandemic and then just kind of pandemic ruined everything <laughs> Yeah. Oh, well. What are you going to do? Oh, wow. So why risk legacy? Just because it's annoying. <laughs> yeah. No one, no one will ever get through it. I'm, I hope there's someone who got through it, but 10 games of risk. I don't know. I don't think I've played 10 games of risk in my life. I think it would be hard to get the same group to play 10 games of risk in general, to be honest. <laughs> we had a hard time getting the same people to play Clank Legacy. In fact, they didn't. We had to like rotate people in and out. Yeah, but I think Clank Legacy has that built in where they just get zero points. Yeah, or you just... Sucks, sucks to be them. Or you just pick up someone else's character and play it, which is what we yeah. did a couple times, so... Clank Legacy, everyone. It's great. Mm -hmm. All right, next genre is what, John? Next genre is going to be deck builders. Deck builders. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like 2020 was the year of deck builders. What do you think? Yeah, there's a lot of deck builders coming out recently that i've noticed like big games too right like the the top games dune imperium and lost runes of Arnak. lost runes yeah maybe argue well they are deck builders one of them's a light deck builder the other one's more heavy but then fort people forget about fort that also came out that year 2020 and that was a great game too yeah. and then people people don't even know about moonflight that's a great game too <laughs> <laughs> right people should know about moonflight yeah and then also i think they like they like mix deck building with everything right like oh hey area control yeah let's deck build it dexterity games <laughs> john what should we do with dexterity games uh i mean might as well build the deck yeah how about a video game oh yeah i build some decks about my car i'll build the deck <laughs> out of my car that's crazy sure what about the script for this podcast we should just deck build it right yeah let's just deck build everything Bind it with everything didn't we want to make a deck builder at one point I actually do have some notes for deck builders sitting around. Yeah. I'm not going to say anything about it, though, because someone will just do it. Because that's how easy deck builders are to make. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I have two. I have two deck builders, actually. The one that I had you play, and then which I thought was awesome, but I don't know. You weren't having it that night. And then another one that I actually thought of, I have a lot of notes for. But it's never coming out. If anyone, yeah. wa if anyone wants it, I'll give it to them. But you got to give me royalties. <laughs> <laughs> give me all your money. Yeah. You do all the work. I came up with the idea. Sounds fair. Yeah. <laughs> it isn't. Okay. So basically, a deck builder is players play cards out of their hands to acquire new cards to add to their deck, which improves their deck over these acquisitions that they have. And then games could either be, you know, a deck builder, you could be either fighting someone or you could be coming to a point goal or anything, any sort of victory 
goals in there. And now deck builders are in everything. So just take any genre, take all the genres we named and add deck builder to it. It's possible. All right, John, you, you ready to name one? Yep. All right. Three, two, one. Dominion. Friday. Oh, nice. Why'd you choose Friday? Uh, because I cannot beat this game and it pisses me off so much. <laughs> so Friday is it's so hard. Sorry, everyone knows. Friday is a solo deck builder where you're. Who do you play as? Someone from Robinson Crusoe, right? Yeah, you're. You're Friday. <laughs> Robinson Robinson Crusoe's like right hand Friday, and you're trying to help Robinson Crusoe fight off these hazards on this this island after a shipwreck. You're trying to get him off the island and then you got to fight pirates and it is so hard because your starting hand is literally like negative two, negative one, zero. Like there's very little points and in order to like beat the hazards, you have to spend like life points like really early on. So it's really hard to get to the final the final hazard and have enough points to beat the the pirates. It's hard to not cheat at either. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a that's a very good game. I I did actually cheat at it so badly that I noticed I went through the deck and I noticed that you need kind of a very specific combo to get ahead yeah and then if you get if you like do that then you can basically beat the whole thing but keep going yeah my strategy is to look at each each hazard card has the amount of points you need to use to beat the next set of hazards that you kind of run through all the same hazards i guess so i try to look at what the next level or like the red level hazard number is and i try to get those cards out in the green Mm -hmm. level so i have less my hazards are less powerful as the game moves on but it's it's quite difficult to to do you know i'm just gonna go with if you aren't cheating while playing friday then you aren't really playing friday let's put (laughs) it out there there you go and you said uh, dominion i said dominion because it's the original and if anyone's never played it you should <laughs> take it from me yeah but minions fun you start off with a deck of 10 cards and you draw a hand of five and you play those cards to buy more cards which help you either combo by drawing more maybe mess over your opponent by making discard cards or gain points and the player with the most points in their deck at the end of the game wins very simple and it's super fun and there's like a zillion expansions so they did a really good job with it so what's up next john the next is deck construction deck what's the difference there matt oh of a deck builder and deck construction (laughs) well very simple john we're all all just building decks yeah well in a deck builder you the game is to build the deck and a deck construction it is a game where you spend thousands upon thousands of dollars a year buying all the collectible cards you can afford you may not even be able to afford food but you'll be a card champion at your local card store that's for sure (laughs) (laughs) i feel like i'm just like writing catchphrase i'm even writing this (laughs) anyways a, a real deck construction is prior to playing a game you create a deck provided from provided cards that the game provides you with which in some ways might be cards from like packs and stuff so Mm -hmm. on that note you ready for this yep so here's our chosen game three two one star wars i knew you're gonna say that (laughs) i knew you're gonna say i knew it i'm like i knew it just i bet you know what i'm gonna say i bet you know what i'm gonna say i don't know are you gonna say like magic yeah (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, we're just so predictable. I hope our listeners are just guessing everything we say too. That's that's yeah. what they stop listening I mean, to us. I mean, like, these guys send send us a post on our socials, you know, what 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 your favorites of these are. Oh yeah, for sure. Of every single yeah. one. There's literally twenty of these. <laughs> we're, we're on number five. All right. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> 
We're gonna have to. We're gonna blast through these other ones. Where are we here? We're at deck construction. Okay, so right. I obviously said magic because it's the original, and it's very simple. You take cards from whatever sets they have, and then you make the best deck, and you beat the other person down from twenty health. Person who has zero health or zero deck at the end of the game loses. Yeah, I think chose Star Wars because I think when I when we were younger, I learned this game easier than I did Magic. I don't know why, even though it's kind of a harder game, but maybe because it was Star Wars, I just liked it a little bit better. Yeah, maybe. And in that game, that game you take on the role of either the Rebellion or the Empire, and you're trying to deplete your opponent's life force by battling either on the ground or in space. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I mean, I just remember as kids going to the, the card store and looking at all the cards that cost like 50 bucks and we're like yeah it's so expensive and then now they're they're worth like five (laughs) thousand yeah that's everything i that's everything i think of i was actually looking up card prices the other day and i'm like and i actually remember the cards i had i had demonic tutor which was a card Mm -hmm. you couldn't actually play which i got it for five bucks it's now like 500 and then i had like a time walk or something it was like basically take an extra turn and that thing's like a thousand bucks i'm like this is stupid like i'm like i i, I kind of wish we spent more money <laughs> yeah i just held on i to mean them. my par- my parents didn't really give me a lot of money to to do things frivolously with when i was a kid yeah yeah i, I did what i did yeah that's cool i mean i i i mean on the on the other end john i spent all my money on cards so you know i i literally yeah. had no nothing else <laughs> so whatever disposable income my friends a terrible thing <laughs> a terrible thing if you don't save your stuff <laughs> right yeah anyways but the new the new school stuff i would say marvel marvel champions is amazing i know you've never played uh-huh. it but it's really good it is really good it's basically like you make a you make a deck before using a champion character and then you, as a co-op game you fight you fight a boss from the or an, a villain from the marvel uh universe and it's so much fun it's and if anyone's played arkham horror plays very similarly but it's more arcadey so you don't feel like the game is as punishing arkham horror is pretty punishing marvel champions is not anyways i love it actually uh order the other expansions nice yeah thank you our canadian board game group they literally had like a conversation going on for two days i'm like i just gotta buy this forget it (laughs) (laughs) nice yeah okay our next genre is deck dexterity what does dexterity mean to you john oh that's like trying to you need to have good physical abilities to play this game hand-eye coordination don't have it yeah you need to be able to use your hands your whole body i mean i guess don't have it twister's a twister's like the og Mm. dexterity game it really is yeah i was actually gonna say jenga is the OG Jenga? Yeah, yeah, Jenga is there too. Jenga is like the. Is that your? Is that your pick? It was, but I, I could pick another one. No. So I, I would say yeah. Jenga. You know, I'm just gonna start. I actually have two. I'll just start saying the classic one is the OG, or, or is the game that you should always recommend. But and I'll give you the, the yeah. my obscure one. All right, what's your obscure one? Oh well, hold on. A game. So a dexterity game is a oh. game that requires manual dexterity or some kind of you know hand movements, kind of like you said to play the game, which is like yeah. darts. So darts could be the OG. I don't know, but that's more of a sport. <laughs> All right, so uh, I said Jenga, but I have got another one. Ready? So you ready for this? Yeah. Three, two, one. Hecto rune. Crokinole. Oh, Crokinole. I never played Crokinole yeah. though. Man, dude, Crokinole's so much fun. Really? Yeah. You have one? No, I don't. My buddy, my buddy introduced me to Crokinole like I don't know, maybe 
15, 20 years ago. Wow. And it's awesome. I did look it up. It is very old. It is like yeah. 19, say like 80s, 70s or 80s or something. Yeah, it's it's a fun game. C- can you describe it to me? I've actually never played. Yeah, so you are, it's kind of like a, a flick, flicking game. So you flick discs and you try to make like trick shots. Mm-hmm. It's actually a Canadian game. Really? Yeah. Hey. Basically, you're trying to like flick discs at a score points by trying to get as close to the center region as possible. Mm-hmm. There's pegs in the board that kind of get in your way, but you're trying to, you can like flick uh, your, your opponent's pieces out of the way, but there's like a little like hole in the center that will fit like one of your discs. You're, you're basically trying to aim to get into that thing. Okay. Well, that's pretty cool. Yeah, but it's really cool. It's, it's a fun, it's very competitive. Right. Think, think like, why can't I think of the, the sport? Hockey. Curling. Think, cur- think <laughs> curling, but, but a board game. Okay. Well, that's cool. That fits. Yeah. That fits. So Hiktarun is a Japanese game where it's actually co-op and you're trying to beat the seven levels by at first you like you have to take elements from this deck if you knock it over you lose a life and you can't oh is that the one that you saw at pax yes and it was awesome and now you can't get it so there it is can't get this game hard to find underrated too but yeah ton ton of fun <laughs> it wasn't in english either so that was another problem but well, whatever okay our what is our next category john take it away drafting oh is that like when I leave the door open? I thought it was like when the window was still cracked open a bit. No, it's where you have to pick something. So either like cards or a dice or dice and you kind of have to players kind of take turns taking my card. Players take turns taking my stuff. Right. All the time, right? That's that's what drafting is. Yeah, exactly. Cool. I mean, I'll just go home, go to your house, take take something. <laughs> bring it to my house no <laughs> uh, basically like you, you know you're looking at cards you're trying to build up your your players abilities or whatever throughout the game sometimes the selections shared from like a central pool of stuff it could be like dice or cards or whatever mm-hmm. and that's how you start the game make decisions based off what you chose yeah it's a game where ordered players go through a closed selection process and typically you select something and pass i think the one game that definitely comes to mind for me is sushi go mm-hmm. where you pass around the cards you, you get you get a set of cards in front of you you choose one you put it down because you're trying to collect a set and then you pass the cards to the right and everyone does that until the round's over and the person with the most points at the end of the game wins so I think Sushi Go is an amazing game, by the way. It's the OG. Nice. All right. So you're ready for the three, two, one? Let's do it. Three, two, one. Seven Wingspan. wonders. Oh, you think dra- Wingspan, Wingspan's drafting? Yeah, why not? Wingspan has a, I got, you know what? Wingspan has a lot of things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I guess. It does. I guess. I guess you're saying, so in Wingspan, you have these three birds in the center and you're picking a bird, right? That's the yep. drafting part. Yeah, I guess. I think that's more like. To me, that's like choosing, you know. In Seven Wonders, you literally choose one and pass it, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right, whatever. Next one. (laughs) Boo drafting. (laughs) All right. So the next one's Dungeon Crawler, which I like to call a very long game that will take a group years to play. And at the end of it, it might be a different player base. You might hate your friends, and you may never uh, have a game night again. Uh, you have a lot of opinions about dungeon crawling. <laughs> I have a lot of bad opinions about dungeon crawlers. That's what it is, you know. I I do like them, but I don't know. I guess Pathfinder's really uh, messed it up for me. Yeah, but it, it it's an exploration game that usually includes character progression, equipment, puzzle solving, events, traps, and usually a giant epic boss. Yeah, I, I find they're like more of a slow burn game. Yeah. Oh, oh, you like the one? You like how it builds up technically? Yep. Gotcha. All right, so ready for a three, two, one? Let's do it. Okay, favorite game, three, two, one, 
Mice and Mystics. The Black Brick. Oh, nice pick. Nice pick. Yeah. Got to throw in your friends' games every there, every now and yeah, then. Yeah, true, true. Yeah, Alex did a great job on the Black Brick, and that and that is technically a true dungeon crawler because it's not it's not like Pathfinder. Actually, I have Pathfinder written down here too, which I mentioned earlier. The Black Brick is kind of like Diablo esque. You're just fighting through. There may not necessarily be a story, and you're beating up bosses. While right. Pathfinder is like the opposite. There's a very long story. It takes forever, and it may never end. And then Mice and Mystics is like Pathfinder Light. You choose a character and you go through a preset dungeon with a story that's written out for you, which I kind of like that version. I don't know. Have you, did you play by some mystics with us? I think you did, right? No, I haven't. Okay. So it was a while. That might've been before you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. If you ever hear Novi talk about hammer man, that's actually from that. Nice. Had a mouse with a hammer and he would just sit, he honestly would just sit there singing hammer man with the hammer. And <laughs> on, we were like that. This is like when Bill would be very angry that Novi wouldn't play his turn. <laughs> Because he's sitting there singing. It's a sight to see. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Is that where it, uh, it all came by? I'm actually really interested. There's a there's a game I backed on Kickstarter. Backed it to play with my kid, and it's called Cora Quest. Oh. It's a it's a co-op dungeon crawler that that you can play with the whole family and basically this this father and daughter duo came up with the game and the artwork is all kid artwork. That's awesome. And stuff like that, and it looks super fun, super cute. And yeah, I'm interested. I'm interested to see. I just, I just, bat, I didn't even look anything into it. I just saw that it was a dad and his daughter made this game together, and you know the kids' artwork and stuff. And I'm like, I, I just felt like I have to get it to play, play with my kid. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I figured you would. <laughs> yeah. So I didn't even, I didn't even look at it. I didn't even like look to see like that's, what the game was. That's all about funny because just... you, you had an idea to do that at one time, didn't you? To do what? To make like a similar game. I thought you wanted to make like a similar game like that uh, a while ago. Oh, I was making, yeah, I was doing a, like an RPG with my kid. Yeah. Right. Which is basically what that is. Uh, Obviously they put a lot of time and effort into it. You had the idea. Not saying you didn't execute it. They did. So good on Core Quest. And we know it's a lot of work to make a board game. So thank you Core Quest for doing that. All right. Wow. We have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, nine left. You want to blitz these? Yeah. Let's just blast through them. Okay. 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 Engine Builder. So this is a game each player will need its own table to have all the elements in play. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Did I write that? That's funny. Anyways. You must have. Oh, man. Over, so over the course of the game, you'll acquire abilities or cards that somewhat combo off of each other into victory points, almost like you are creating a system. Okay. okay. Favorite game. Three, two, one. Wingspan. Wingspan. Yeah. No, I was, I was going to say Century Golem Edition. Yes. Yes. I have both those written down. Great picks. Nice. Great picks. Century Golem Edition is a fantastic game. Wingspan's a fantastic game too, but I I actually kind of recommend Century Golem Edition because it's faster play. But whatever. the the next The next category is Euro Game. As you know from previous podcasts, we've learned that no one actually knows what this is. <laughs> what yeah that's totally true <laughs> that is so true no one knows does anyone know what a euro game is i feel like it's every game right yeah anyways theme doesn't matter too much and it's more choice over luck cool cool all right well <laughs> favorite game are you ready <laughs> yes <laughs> sounds like you're ready three yeah two one castles of tarsicone did you just what (laughs) 
are you, are you, did you just say it to get me riled up? You did, yeah. did you? You did. I hate that game. I hate that game. Everyone has a game they hate, and I hate Carcassonne. I don't know why. It just is not. It's just such a boring game to me. Thank you for bringing that yeah, up. Yeah, I did it. I did it just for you. <laughs> you're the worst. Or the best. Or you're doing what it for you a What did you say? You said... Uh, Castles of Tuscany. You said Castles of Tuscany. Yeah, good. that game is awesome. Which is really good. Yeah, I actually wrote Castles of Burgundy at first, and I'm like, nah, Castles of Tuscany is actually a better game. Mm-hmm. Heard it here first. <laughs> I'm sure everyone will disagree with me because they spent a lot of money on Burgundy. So is what it is. All right. So the next category is Push Your Luck. Push Your Luck is a game where players decide between settling for existing gains or risking it all for better rewards. I said Clank already, so we got to get rid of it. Can't say Clank now. That might have screwed. Okay. That might have messed you up, but that's okay. No, you didn't mess me up. Cool. You got a game? You ready? I do. All right. Yeah. Three, two, one. One Texas Hold'em Deep Sea Adventure. Oh, you know what? Yeah, I I was gonna say okay, Texas Hold'em Poker is what I'm saying. Okay, yeah, yeah, or King of Tokyo, but yeah, Deep Sea Adventure. Yeah, Deep Sea Adventure is where it's at. Yeah, true. Because you want you want to get to that last treasure spot because those are the most points, but you're you're never gonna have enough oxygen to get back. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, actually, I don't know why I said Texas Hold'em Poker. That's not a push your luck game at all. That's just a luck game. <laughs> push your luck is you're pushing other people. King of Tokyo is yeah. a push your luck game, though. You know, when you get in the middle and you're trying to roll dice to, to attack everybody, how long can you hold in there? Nice. Yeah, so that's a true push your luck game. All right. The next one is roll and move. Oh, this is one where you roll a dice and move that many spaces. <laughs> Sounds intricate. <laughs> <laughs> you you roll a dice and stuff happens. Wow, uh, I never heard of this game. Is this new? There you go. We should make our. You know. You know. What we should do. We should make a roll and move game. We, me there and you. you we should call it like like you know Bill and Ted's. It'd be like John and Matt's roll and move game. There you go. All right. So favorite game. Are you ready? Yep. Okay. Three two one monopoly nice any game of the 90s <laughs> <laughs> yeah true think about it think of any game from the 90s that we played as kids like they, they seem to all have dice oh yeah even when we were playing uh what's that stupid halloween game Nightmare? yeah even that had like dice in it like, what, like, don't you dare call that game stupid that game is so stupid <laughs> <laughs> oh there's a genre they missed waste of time <laughs> This game's an hour. Come on. <laughs> you wasted your time more on other games. No, I mean, waste your time as in, like, like they distract you, and they the whole point of the game is to, like, stop you from doing things. Yeah. Right? So, like, waste your time game. All right. Here we go. Roll and write. That is a game with minimal interaction. I'll just play by myself. Thank you very much. Not with anyone else. <laughs> <laughs> it is a game where you roll and flip a card that tells you what to write on your player mat. Okay, that's that's pretty easy. Nice. You got your game ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. Three, two, one. Welcome to... You're not saying it with me. <laughs> yeah, I stopped. <laughs> Cartographers. <laughs> Yelling at me. Cartographers. Oh, yeah, Cartographers. Yeah. I also have Yahtzee. Yahtzee's pretty oh, good, Oh, yeah, yeah, Yahtzee's like the OG. Yeah, Yahtzee... Honestly, if you didn't have Yahtzee, you wouldn't have any of these. Well, maybe you would. Maybe someone would invent it. But Canadians on a yacht, you know, they know they know where it's at. Yeah. They're bored. But yeah, Cartographers is really good. I think a Cartographers is probably the best game of that genre. Yeah, you're, you're right. 
But welcome to, I haven't played. I know you've played it a bunch of times, so maybe I gotta borrow yeah, it. Yeah, welcome to, is you're trying to build like the best new town and like the setting in the 1950s, adding resources to your to your pool, essentially. Trying to make the best neighborhood, adding pools, parks, fences, houses. Trying to get the addresses in ascending order as best as possible. Sounds lovely. It's cool. Yeah, it's pretty neat. Okay, John, what's next? All right. The next game is Social Deduction. It's where you get to team up on people and make them very angry. <laughs> oh, is that when you guys team up on me and make me really upset? I start crying? Yeah. Yeah. No. You bluff who you are or what to what you have while trying to guess what others are or have. English. <laughs> Look, I, I try my best, okay? <laughs> I try my best. <laughs> yeah, I, it's cool because usually like someone on the table, they've got like a hidden identity and you're trying to, you're trying to like bring that person out. I mean, th- these games are a ton of fun because people get like right into mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. I know a game you're going to say. I should just guess the game you're going to say and you should guess the game I'm going to say. That's how we're going to change this last one. Oh, uh, okay. Sure. You're going to say Blow on the Clock Tower. Uh, no, actually. I oh, wasn't. what? Oh. Yeah, you're going to you're going to say Mantis Falls or Werewolf. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually I was going to say Werewolf, yeah. Nice. Yeah, good one. Nice. Blood on the Clock Tower is on there for me, but I was actually going to say Mantis Falls. Oh, nice. Yeah. Mantis Falls is a good one. Good crossover there. Yeah. All right. Storytelling. This is a game that is good for bullshitters, <laughs> but uh, I'm terrible <laughs> at it. Terrible. I'm the worst at it. I'm a bad bluffer. I'm a truth. I'm a truth teller. Uh, a game where players are provided yeah. with conceptual, written, or pictorial stimuli, which must be incorporated into the story of the player's creation. Sounds simple. I think you are going to say Rosetta yeah yeah i know you yeah actually you know what we don't really play a ton of like storytelling games either no we don't kind of hard kind of hard to to come up here i don't know what you'll say rosetta as well yeah (laughs) (laughs) i actually have have gloom written down too okay yeah yeah Yeah, i have gloom written down and that's because before we started like when we first started playing games bill brought in gloom and we, we played it and actually that was one of the worst games we played because our interactions were so terrible. Like most people oh, sat yeah? there and they had a hard time trying to think up stories and stuff. And some of us were, some of us had an easier time, but some of us had a hard time. And it's just like, ah, oh, it's just not a game for the group. But when we transitioned to Rosetta recently, that was actually a lot easier because you're kind of like, you know, you're still at the story tell, but you're given a little bit more details. Nice. Yeah, Gloom is like, you just make up a story and like, you may only get one thing, like this is your sister and you're like, oh, or like your sister died and then you have to make up like a whole thing about why and some people are just not good at that on the spot. Yeah. Cool. What's what's next? Wow, we're almost done. See, we blew through it. The next is worker placement games. Nice. What is that? <laughs> I like your note. <laughs> yeah. I guess it's a game where I fall asleep playing at conventions. That that wasn't the fact that it was worker placement. It was that. Uh, <laughs> oh, I don't know. I was up 900 times letting people into our hotel room because there was plane delays. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Not everyone got there until like 2, 3 in the morning. Yeah, Jim got there. I was at, freaking tired. 3 a.m. Yeah, that was, it was funny. It was just really funny, though, because we're, we're playing, and, and as we were playing Architects of the West Kingdom, John is just dozing off and ready to fall asleep. <laughs> And then, we, and then as yeah. we're playing on, as I'm learning to play on Mars, which, mind you, we were just learning to play on Mars, John literally fell asleep. And I'm like, okay, we need to leave. <laughs> yeah. It's a game where you place workers on the board to gain, like, resources, privileges, etc. of the game. Pretty strategic, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think, think I put down? Worker placement. You probably did viticulture, maybe? Wow. Nice. 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 Is that what you chose? Yeah. yeah. Nice. What did I choose? Everdell. 
Hundred percent. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Because that's like you and your wife's favorite game, so it's pretty easy to to guess that. I also put down. I actually looked up like what the original games for worker placement were. Because I'm like, you know, what, what is the original like game? The original popular game is Agricola, which we uh-huh. haven't played. But the uh, like, the, I think it's like a Wizard's Tale or something. It didn't look very good, but that's like one of the very what's like one of the oldest ones. That or it just didn't have nice. a date, so it was the last one on the list. Cool. And then the last one is a war game. Sweet. So that is the most complicated game you will ever play. There you go. Yeah. The one that Michael from Apex Tube says that you cook spaghetti. <laughs> what? I didn't hear you said Nick Cutto. It's the one that Michael from Apex Tube always talked about how you, you know, you learn how to cook spaghetti in one of them. Oh, right. Nice. Yeah. So, anyways, a strategy game that deals with military operations of various types. Okay. Wow. So, what do you think I put? Oh, I don't know. Risk? No. <laughs> No. No, I have no, no. idea. You, uh, Axis and Allies? I haven't played that, but sure. <laughs> I don't know, I'm just guessing. Yeah, I don't know. You didn't know? I, I didn't I didn't really I didn't really pick a game for this, to be honest. I don't play this type we, of game. We don't, you know what? We don't actually play war games at all. Yeah. Do we? So. I don't. No, I mean, the only one I really was thinking of is either like Warhammer. Ah, that's what I put. Or something that's what like I put. That. I put yeah, Warhammer. So. I put Warhammer. Because I had to look yeah. it up. Yeah, I don't know. We do, yeah, that's we're it. Not, we're not really like big war gamer people. I, I, I kind of, I do see the appeal because they're very complicated. They have millions of rules and it's kind of like, you know, Pathfinder to, you know, Gloomhaven, you know, a war game like Warhammer is to like big, big strategy games mm-hmm. like Twilight Imperium. There you go. Or maybe not. Maybe, maybe Warhammer shorter. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't played either, so. There you go. Put it down. All right. Well, that was fun. Cool. Well, thanks for showdowning with me. Hey, one question before we're done here. What's your favorite category? Out of all those categories. I would probably say deck building or replacement. Yeah, I I thought you'd say work replacement mostly for Everdell. I, I think mine would be probably deck construction and deck builder. Deck builder for sure, but I actually like deck construction games. I'm a Hearthstone nice. at heart person. So Cool. There you go. Hope, hope, I hope everyone came to the conclusion of there are a lot of genres with a lot of games, and now you can impress all your friends. Use our source of knowledge to gain more board gaming friends. And more followers on TikTok. More followers. There you go. <laughs> oh, yeah. I guess we're on TikTok now. Oh, yeah. If you like what you hear, don't forget to follow us on our favorite streaming platform or give us a review on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on our social medias, Instagram at Friday Night underscore official, Twitter at Friday Night GMS, TikTok at Friday Night Games. You can follow us on YouTube. And if you want us to preview a game or if you have a game you want us to preview, send us an email at info at Friday Night Games. Again, we're Matt and John from Friday Night Games. It's Friday night. Let's have some fun.